Well, hello. Happy New Year. Welcome back to the Fresh Cut Podcast, where we talk about God and faith and sometimes 90s boy bands. Yes, sometimes. And when you say Happy New Year, New Year's Eve was a huge deal for my family growing up. Really? So, yes. I don't know why. Like, it just, it was in our family culture, and we'd get together with really good friends of, uh, of my parents and of ours. And, uh, man, we would bang pots and pans and go outside <laughs> in the freezing cold. Uh, it was it was a really big deal. Yeah, no, I, I grew up in a neighborhood that was really cool. Like, one of those special things that you don't really see all the time. There's just, like, tons of kids. And we so all good. grew up together. And so we would have tons of block parties, like Fourth of July parties. And New I Year's was, was always definitely some banging of pots and pans involved for sure. I love that. So if you are a regular listener to the Fresh Cup podcast uh this one's a little bit different in fact we've got maybe a name for it i don't know yeah this is what we're gonna call an espresso shot i love it i don't know why i just (laughs) think that's so fun it's just a little a little pick me up um in the week not super long but something hopefully just to um infuse some life and rejuvenation in a quick way yeah like espresso does like espresso does especially late in the day maybe that's where you find yourself or you're getting ready to go back to work and you're like hey i need some energy to go into this new year Uh, Hopefully this will help. And one of the things that we wanted to do that, again, I know that many people maybe do this or have thought about doing this, but something that's been helpful for me for sure over the last probably decade is to um, each year go into the year with some type of theme or word or way of saying, hey, how do I want, what's the lens that I want essentially um, to help kind of guide me through 2024? Yeah, I am somewhat new to this. I've never really done that. I mean, I've made goals and like, I mean, I try not, I really hate to be a cliche. So generally, if I like set a goal, it's like usually the end of January. There we go. (laughs) Finally get to it, partly because of laziness and partly because it's like, Oh, cool. It's January. You're in the gym. Yes. Real unique. Well, and and that gets me thinking because, you know, Planet Fitness, obviously a big sponsor for the whole New Year's type stuff. Right. But I know the gym is going to be absolutely insane for the next month and a half. Yeah. There's part of me, even though I work out at home, there's part of me that wants to go to the gym like in December just so that I'm not that person. Not that person. <laughs> just to kind of prove everybody wrong, right? So, um, again, you may have your own way of kind of getting to this particular word, but we've got kind of just a series of prompts or questions or or ways of kind of getting to that word if it's something you've never done before. If it's something you've already done, hey, use your process, but I think uh, this will be helpful. And it begins really here. Uh, As followers of Jesus, like, again, there's there's ways of getting to this word that are so focused in on us. Right. Um, And and again, if you're not a follower of Jesus, then that's probably how you're going to do it. But as followers of Jesus, I think that one of the things that's unique and different about how we get to this theme or word is we begin by listening to the Spirit. And so one question to ask yourself is, are there any reoccurring words or themes or ideas that the Spirit keeps bringing to our attention? And really, uh, if you're like, oh, okay, so how do I do that? That can be <laughs> difficult. Um, three things. Write it in the sky. Yes, write it in the sky <laughs> or, you know, like aha moment or all of a sudden, you know, my cereal starts to make a word out <laughs> into it. I don't know how people think this works, but actually the spirit works in really tangible and cool ways. And three ways real quickly. What do you hear when you read scripture? 
you know, what are you reading right now in Scripture, and what are the words and ideas and themes that are coming out of Scripture? Um, if you're not reading Scripture, it's a great place to start, you know, or, or a great way to start engaging Scripture. Secondly, what do you hear from other followers of Jesus? Um, no saying just say other people. Right, yeah. Because you can hear a lot of things from Yeah, you can hear a lot of things from other people, but what do you hear from other followers of Jesus? And what do you hear when you sit in silence? Because that sometimes can be really hard. That is that is hard sometimes. Where is your um, silent place right now? Do you have a place where you're like, I know you do uh, sometimes go by the beach, but do you have a place where it's not it's not about listening to anything or um, you know reading anything? It just seriously just like sitting there in silence. Yeah, no, my porch is definitely a a place of I could see that quiet yeah, yeah, solitude. Cool. Um, Especially like it started in, in COVID when it was like, I'm just desperate to get out of the house. But, and so I would just sit on my porch. And so it has kind of become a little bit of a sacred place. Um, it's not totally silent for me. Sometimes that's a little bit even more distracting. So we have, a, I live in a neighborhood where there's a lot of walkers. So, uh, and dogs that walk by. So you people watch. So it, there, yes, there can be some distraction. <laughs> yes. um, but I, I don't know, I guess I need a little bit of like the breeze and the birds mm-hmm. and like some, some things that kind of help it. I, I, maybe it's ironic, but it helps me to stay focused yeah. or to listen well, better, I guess. So yeah, my porch is definitely a, a quiet, sacred space. That's good. Um, kind of step two is reflect on your goals. There are things that are stirring in you. I think that, again, uh, we want to, you know, we might lean towards this idea of everything has to be like just so aha, God, spiritual, but God created you. Right. He created you with passion. He created you with desires. And so I do think it's good to look at our goals and the things that are stirring in us, uh, whether that's uh, personally or professionally. Um, and I like to say it this way, where do you want to see growth? Uh, rather than success, let's look at growth because I think you can see growth and not fully meet like the full success of what that is. And sometimes it takes years to see fruit from that growth. But I think focusing on the growth is actually a good distinction there. Yeah, I think, you know, what is the verse about the, um, I'm now I'm blanking on the first part of it, but uh, seek and you'll Get the desires of your heart. Yes. What is that verse? <laughs> Seek the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Is that heart. what it yes. is? Yes. Yes. And I think sometimes that we underestimate the desires of our heart, but if we are seeking after Jesus and if our heart is after Jesus and the things of God, then I think we can somewhat trust our desires through the lens of scripture, through the lens of other people, through the lens of the Holy Spirit. But like sometimes we discount that when it's like, oh no, I really want to see growth in this area. Well, maybe listen to it. You know, if you're following after Jesus, you know, the desires of your heart should be aligned with his. And that's really what you're looking for in this particular step is alignment. And again, not for God to align and support your goals, but for you to align your heart for with what God is doing. And it's amazing to your point, if God is shaping you, then there are going to be goals that he is already aligning to what he wants to do and his plans and purposes in your life. The third step is identify those themes, you know, look for common themes or words or alignment, like I said, between what the spirit wants to do and what um, what's stirring in your heart. These could be values, they could be attitudes, they could be specific areas of growth, um, but it's finding uh, some of those themes and, and, and words and ideas in those. The number four is... Wait, born- I feel like we should get a pencil out and paper. Oh, yeah. We should probably be taking notes, right? Take notes, write these down. Pause the podcast if you haven't already. 
click that like 30 seconds back button to like remember because this is good stuff. No, I totally agree with you because, again, if we don't write this down, we'll just kind of hear it and move on. So write it down. Um, Number four is brainstorm the words. Now, how would you go about brainstorming words? Like uh, if you – do you just kind of randomly see what words come to your mind? Okay, I love the thesaurus. Yes. Even though that word's sometimes hard to say. Thesaurus. I love me a good thesaurus. I um, So there's sometimes I'm like I can think of a simple word, but it's not quite – Hitting the it doesn't point. have the power. It doesn't have the power. So yes. I love the thesaurus. All right. So thesaurus, mm-hmm. it is kind of a hard word to say. <laughs> Sounds like a dinosaur. Yeah, it does. <laughs> All right. Now we've got people thinking about dinosaurs. <laughs> sorry, and, no, sorry. No worries. But uh, brainstorm those words. But there are other things. You know, honestly, you can you can chat GPT your word, you know, to get Ooh, to a word. You okay. can go on Pinterest. You can go anywhere. What you want is kind of a brain dump of words because you're a starting looking, place. Yeah, starting place. You're looking for a word. God filters it. Yes. It filters it and, and this isn't like all of a sudden down from heaven you get the word. <laughs> right. You're already moving toward you're aligning your heart with God. You already know the theme. Now you're just looking for a word that's gonna be representative of that. And then from there, you're going to prioritize and narrow down. Step step five is, hey, I want to prioritize. I want to narrow this down. Review the list that you have and uh, begin to kind of ask yourself um, two, two things, really. What's the significance of these words or, a, or one of these words? And then what's the impact that that particular word could have on the rest of my life? So, uh, for example, um, one of the years was intentionality. And so that didn't just have impact in my ministry. It was like personal life, ministry life, um, goals, fitness, everything. This idea of intentionality having, uh, you know, just a lot of impact on a variety of areas of my life. Step six, define your word. Um, That's important. Yeah, because you there might pick be... pick a word that you know what it means. <laughs> that is actually really important. <laughs> You're going to tell somebody your word like, what's that mean? I don't know. It sounded good. <laughs> sounded it was good. on the yes. thesaurus. <laughs> it was fancy. I like the font. Um, hey, now. Shots fired. Yes. Define what it represents. So, yes, there's a definition of that word, but what does it actually mean for you? And one of the things I think is helpful is to place a target on what that word means for you. Because, again, while it has its natural Webster definition, what you're looking for is, okay, what does this mean in my life this year? And how do I know if I'm actually leaning into it or not? Uh, number seven, share and uh, share your word with other people and seek their feedback. That's scary. Yes. <laughs> and I would do this sooner than later. Maybe even in like when you're trying to narrow down, use two or three words. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we get so tied to something because we went through so far in the process that when somebody gives us feedback and they're like, hey, yeah, okay, um, did you ever think about this? Then we feel like attacked or defensive, yeah. right? Yeah. And so the earlier you do this, the you know more likely you are to um, uh, to have the right word but also to receive feedback from other people. Uh, next, commit to your word. Not just the first three days of the new year, (laughs) not just the first month, but really commit to doing this. Now, you're creative. What are some ways that maybe you would put a word or a phrase before you? Like, uh, what are, I mean, I know you've created screensavers before. Like, what are some ways that you can keep that word? No, I definitely have, I love the lock screen on my phone. Like, you can, you know, and I can make it the right 
ratio and all that kind of stuff to make it so that's like every time I look at my phone, which is way too much, yes. I see I see that word, and I also love a good sticker. Yeah, I'm, I'm not above making a sticker with my word. I think I'm going to do that this year. All right. And then <laughs> if you are not as creative or skilled with a computer as I am, you can use a Post-it note. Okay. Index okay. card. Uh, adequate. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you can find other ways. Uh, you could do a Taylor Swift friendship bracelet with that word on it. Okay, now we're talking. Now right. we're talking. All right, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying here. I'm using my creative side if I can. <laughs> but uh, those are just some ways to be able to do that. Um, the next step is incorporate it into your rhythm. This is something we talk about on the podcast all the time, that you have a rhythm to your life. And so where or when are some ways that you can reflect on your word regularly? Like if you were going to, when you select your word or your phrase, what are the areas that you're like, hey, I should incorporate reflection on this in my life? What are some of those areas for you? Yeah, I think you're right. There is, I do have a somewhat of a rhythm of, you know, being by the beach, doing my Lectio Divina in the mornings a couple, a couple times a week. And I think even if I just once a week, you know, that's made good. a time after I listened to the Lectio Divina or before I did, or even just didn't do it that day, but instead just did reflection on that. I think that would make a big difference as sort of just like a check-in of like, okay, yeah. this is what I had committed to this year. This is where I want to see growth in my life. Like take an inventory of where I'm at with that. I think even just once a week doing that in the morning, I think would make a real big difference to I love like that. Keep it in front of myself. I think keeping that in front of you and whether you journal that out or you just process it a little bit just in your in your heart and mind, I think what it will also do is if you're not on track or maybe and this happens, maybe God starts to do something even different than what you had expected. Like maybe you started with one word, but now that word is kind of taking on new it's like morphed. Yes, it's yeah. new meaning and nuance and sometimes God does that in our life. So this is the final step. Be open to adapting as needed. And so whatever word you begin with, it can adapt throughout the year as new circumstances come, as you begin to uh, have new information and allowing it to grow in some ways or morph. I like that word. Your word morphs. <laughs> We're using all kinds Mighty of words Mighty morphin' today. power rangers. Something like that. Words. But uh, but allowing it to grow um, throughout the year and really take shape. No, I think that's important. I'm glad that you said that because sometimes I think when I, sh I struggle with this sort of practice that a lot of people do that I haven't been um, really ready to like jump on it. And part of it is because it, to me, sometimes it feels a little bit like pretentious, yes. I guess, to be like, this is what God's going to do in my life. Like, right. you know, but I, I get I am. Um, I'm committed to it, and I get what it's saying. Obviously, it, it that won't happen if it starts with step one, which is listening to the Spirit, because yeah. it's not just like a word. But but I think that it's um, the two end caps of this process. I think are really key because it is the process that makes sure that it's driven by the Holy Spirit That's and good. not just driven by my wants and desires for my life. Because anybody makes you know, goals and makes resolutions. And, and to me that sometimes does feel like I'm telling God what we're going to do this year. Right. And so I think that for God, me, get I, on board with my plan. Right, exactly. And so I think that the two end caps to this are kind of the key to make sure that we are doing this in a way that is full of the Holy Spirit and not just making goals. I like it. So in the new year, in our very first podcasts in the new year, we will share our <laughs> 
words. Okay. All right. You know what's crazy is that as we were, I've already started this, like trying to listen to the spirit and brainstorming. I'm kind of in that in that midway point through this process and been praying about it. And there's kind of already been two words that have kind of come to the surface. And one of them is more abstract and um, still learning, working to define it. And then another word is more practical. And you know what's really crazy is that even in this discussion, one of those words has come up like seven times. That's crazy. So I don't That's know. That's pretty cool. I don't know. I might have to like an- analyze that a little bit, listen to the spirit, pray about it some more. But that seems weird. I was like, why does that word keep coming up in this discussion? That's awesome. We'll so. tune back in to find out what that word may or may have been. Yeah. And uh, thanks so much for checking out this uh, portion of the espresso shop. <laughs> Happy, New <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year.